Hi, Brittany. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. What is your Instagram username? It is at Brittany Penny, and it's uh, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-E-Y-P-E-N-N-E-Y. Awesome. And you are a concert photographer, right? I didn't get you confused for anybody else. Yeah, I'm a music photographer. Awesome. And uh, from what I could tell you, you run a publication called The Honey Pop, right? I do. I'm one of the co-owners for The Honey Pop, which is a um, we're like a pop culture uh, online magazine that's like by the fans for fans. So uh, we really like to make our articles and everything that we do to be really, really fun and engage the fandom. That's really cool. That's kind of similar to what I'm trying to do here is kind of uh, make something. I I want it to be listenable for like outside perspectives as well, but I mainly want to be like fun first and foremost for the concert photographers by the concert photographers just Mm -hmm. to you know, kind of be like our own kind of thing. But that's really cool. I was uh, I was actually wondering how long have, have you been doing music photography? Um, So I have been, let's see, it was back in 2011, I think was my first time photographing a concert. Um, I started in my local Houston community, um, like way back in the day with like the really, really small like clubs and bars. Um, I was only... 18 years old, I think. Um, so one of my first shows was water parks actually when they first started their band. So that's kind of like my fun. Uh, if you want to go back in time, I have photos of like some of their first shows ever, which is really cool. Wow. You, you, you have, a, you must have a lot of knowledge then. Cause I, I have mentees and I've been doing this for like less than a year and a half. So <laughs> that's actually cool to hear that you've been doing this for so long. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's the industry has changed in some ways, but it's still the same in a lot of ways as well. Um, so it's been fun to kind of see like the little changes, but also get to meet so many people who are just starting out. It's it's just like it's really, really it's a really fun thing to do and um i'm always like welcoming people i'm like oh my gosh come on like it's gonna be fun let's go (laughs) yeah i'm actually really intrigued to hear kind of how how the the game has changed since then to now like was it still so i i know that the trend to video has been kind of happening over the past couple years but was it still very instagram centric back then or how was the medium of doing things back in you said around 2012, right? Yeah. Uh, 2011, 2012 is kind of when I started officially. Um, I would say video wasn't as important back then. Um, at least from a photographer standpoint, now you kind of have to try to do both. Um, even if you are more, uh, like I'm, I don't do much video yet. I'm still working on it. Um, So I'm definitely a true photographer through and through because video is a separate beast on its own. And back in the day, like you didn't really have to do much video. You could if you wanted to um, because your cameras normally are capable of shooting video. 
Um, but most of the time they were just looking for, uh, images and stuff. Um, yeah, I would say that's kind of been the main thing that's changed. Um, and I think another thing that's changed, especially with like social media and everything, it's becoming, um, easier to get involved, uh, which is great. I love that. Um, it wasn't, no one really knew about it back then. Like it could become a career. Hmm. That's really interesting. Uh, I, I do know, I can tell definitely that there are a lot of photographers who are like me who have only gotten into it within the past few years compared to, I ever, I honestly haven't met a lot of photographers who have been doing this for longer than four or five years. I think I can definitely tell on my end that, especially with the rise of social media and kind of, I think, so much access to the lifestyle of being like a tour photographer and the lifestyle of a concert photographer, I think just be able to see like, wow, this seems really fun to do as really kind of boost the profession to become, you know, something kind of feasible to do, even though it's a big investment. Would you kind of agree? Yeah. Um, social media definitely brought it to the forefront, I think. Um, cause like when I, so like I started technically when I was 18, which is kind of the first time, like I kind of realized that this could be like either a hobby or a venture for me. Um, but back in the day, like when I was 13, I, I'm a huge fan of the Jonas Brothers and I'm a huge like boy band and like pop culture and all that kind of stuff. Like that's my life. Um, they, that band was the first time I realized truly that you could be a photographer and make money because they put out a book of like kind of behind the scenes. Um, it was called the burning up book. If anyone listening knows about it, um, I still have my copy. And when I bought that copy, I realized oh my gosh, like there's someone out there who is getting paid to take photos of these bands. And this is what I want to do. I want to take my love of music and pop culture and put it with my photography, which I loved as well. Um, but yeah, I would say social media has kind of skyrocketed. Um, it's definitely put it out even further in the forefront of being like this, this is possible. This is a possible job that people can do. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And especially from your perspective, um, what, what do you think of all that happening? Like, are you a fan of more people getting into the profession or do you think we need to do a little bit more gatekeeping? Cause it seems like, I mean, it depends on what circle you're in, but half of, like most of my friends end up, either are concert photographers or want to be concert photographers or are trying to get into concert photography. So what, what do you think about all of that? So I guess I have a slightly different viewpoint because I have been kind of in the game for a minute. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it gatekeeping either. So I think I love the fact that more people are getting involved. Like that is something that I will always be um, for because you're going to get new creatives and new ideas and new ways of doing things and, and different like angles and everyone has a different editing style. And I think it's so beautiful 
to see some of these new photographers like get excited. And I can also see like they're learning and um, figuring out different ways to do stuff. So I, I really enjoy that aspect. Um, It is slightly difficult sometimes when you're getting an influx of new photographers and they don't really know the rules. Um, And then it kind of becomes like this circle of like they're, they're quote unquote breaking rules. And then it kind of comes back onto the entirety of the industry because people are getting more, more and more strict about things because rules are being broken. Um, and then access is getting taken away. And so I'm not a fan of gatekeeping. I kind of tell all of my photographers, especially like who are under me, like under on the honey pop, I always tell them always come to me and ask me questions. Cause I will answer any question you have. I am not one to kind of push my like thoughts and uh, everything out to people. Cause I don't know if it's going to be welcome. So I never want to be like pushy about it, but at the same time, I'm like, Hey, just ask me like, I'm, I'm not going to like gatekeep information. Um, but it's like, I, I kind of know a lot of those like intricate intricacies, um, and like little rules that kind of people have. And so I was like, I'm always an open book. You just kind of have to ask. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I can definitely tell even the short time that I have been doing like photo passes and stuff is I've slowly seen more and more bands go no media and mm-hmm. it seems to be as a um, result of, you know, bands seeing maybe newer photographers who may not be as experienced and what is a good angle of a performer and what is not a good angle of a performer mm-hmm. and showing things like double chins, you know, uh, weird faces and stuff. And then they're like, you know what? We have a touring photographer. I think we're good. Like with Bad Omen, Sleep Token, um, even Black Veil Brides, I think, are going um, no media, which is kind of wild. Um, I think it's very interesting and I can definitely agree with your stance on no transparency but not being pushy uh i i even i'm i myself receive a lot of messages like how do you do this or how do you do that and sometimes people are shocked when um i just give them a full detailed run through of here's how i did this and here's a good route on doing that and i think that's a good way to be um even though there is a lot of competition i think through cooperation everybody rises to the top would you happen to agree with that Yeah, I would say I really enjoy community. So um, I'm part of a Discord server and it's all about music photography, but we're building a community of people. So there's a lot of like knowledge exchange. Um, But then I think we also have to realize that the knowledge, the knowledge exchange is kind of hard on um the person who has the knowledge. So they don't always have the time to sit there and go through everything with someone, Um, which is unfortunate sometimes because I know like a lot of people look up to certain people in the industry, but 
they might not have the time or the mental capacity to kind of sit there and like chat through everything with you. But it's not to say that they're gatekeeping the knowledge. It's just they don't have the time to like really sit with you and 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 take you through all of the different questions that you have. Because uh, sometimes it can be a lot. Even like I don't normally get a huge amount of questions, but like if I'm mentoring someone, sometimes I'm like, okay, we just need to take a day because it, like it's it's a lot of like interaction and social interaction. And a lot of times photographers aren't always the most social people because we like to hide behind cameras. Um, so sometimes I'm like, okay, can we, can we come back like later? Because this is a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I completely agree because I, I, when I was on my last run, even though it's kind of a small run, I was like I was tour managing, I was doing merch, I was taking photos, videos, everything. And I had people message me about certain different things. And I was like, can it please wait until after tour? Because I've gotten like six hours of sleep within the past three days. And I am one more question away from a mental breakdown. So mm -hmm. like, I feel like the I, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. Like oftentimes people who are very successful, a lot of busyness comes with that. So I think even just being able to reach out to your peers and have a solid community, like um, at both of the publications I work for, both of them have like Discord servers or group chats and stuff. And there's just a lot of knowledge being shared. Or like if one of us has imposter syndrome, the others will kind of pick each other up. And I think I think that's a big benefit to the whole social media thing with photography is that it's easier to meet people who are like you or people with different perspectives and build a community. Oh, 100 percent. I think especially like even on the smaller level, um, like if you have a publication that you work with, see if you can start a community, because when I first started um, all of the publications that I worked for, we did not have a community at all. It was, you were in kind of like, not even a group chat, but you would like send in your requests, the editor would send them out for you. And then you would get approved and you would send your, all of your, like your, uh, review and your photos to the editor. And you would never actually talk to any of the other photographers on the team. And that's why, like, with the Honey Pop, we have our own Discord server where we're all kind of like a family to where we're all chatting together. We're all, like, becoming friends and um, we get advice from other people. And, um, like, even our writers and our social team, they're all involved in the Discord server to where we're all, like, we all have a common goal. So, um, but then even on, like, a different level, you could always, I always recommend trying to find, like, the people who are in your city and creating either an Instagram chat or a DM on Twitter or, or something to where you guys can have that like smaller community to where you're like, Oh, Hey, who's going to be at the show. Um, and then like making friends with the people in the pit with, that you're with all the time, because then you can build off of that and you can uh, become friendly and you can give each other, like recommend each other for jobs. You can ask questions and get advice from them and it's and it's people you actually have seen in person and so you know them and you've shared a photo pit with them so you can 
better recommend them because you've seen them in a working environment. Yeah, and and I think it's really underrated just how much of a common goal there is. Like, even if the only thing you have in common with a fellow photographer is that you do photography, that's one thing in common. Like, I remember when I started, I was so intimidated by um, some of the bigger photographers in my region. Like... um, and like just the idea of competition, oh, they're going to hate me because I'm a new photographer and I'm taking away work from them and yada, yada, yada. And it turns out like pr- pretty much most of the photographers that I've shot side by side with, I've became friends with. And even hell, a lot of my mentors that I've sought advice from, I've become friends with. And some somehow they even get advice from me sometimes just because having that new perspective from someone new to the game can really help. So I think a really big thing is just not being in, too intimidated or not being antisocial because kind of like how I said earlier, like the more you're able to interact with people who may know something that you don't or vice versa, the more your skill level rises, the more opportunities you'll get. And honestly, it's just nice having more friends in my opinion. Oh, a hundred percent. I, when I first started, I am, I'm a pretty shy person. So it takes a lot for me to go up to someone and say hi. And especially back then I've gotten a lot better as I've gotten older and I'm more comfortable with like, like I know what I'm doing. I can go in a photo pit and I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, Cause I've been doing it for so long. But like, especially in the beginning, I was like, I was terrified and I was terrified of people. And I think that's like one of the things that I would recommend for newer photographers to like get over that hump faster is just to say hi, even like, oh, hey, what's your Instagram? I'd love to follow you. Like, I see you in the pit all the time. And um, like, even if you don't become quote unquote friendly, like, or like friends to where like you have each other's phone numbers. Like you can follow each other on Instagram. And so you get to see each other's work, commenting on their photos, liking their photos. Like it's, it builds like a small community. And, and that's also why, like, I try now to introduce myself to every single person in the photo pit. I mean, as long as like the, the artist isn't on stage, but like right before, like I usually try to introduce myself because I've met a lot of newer photographers in my area and they're like, I I'm so terrified. And like last night I photographed five sauce and there was a new photographer. It was like her first gig ever. And I was like, okay, respect you. You're in like an outdoor amphitheater for five seconds of summer. Um, and it's your first gig. And so like, I kind of took her to the side and she was like asking me a few questions on like, uh, what's the best way to do it. Cause this pit was, behind the fans so we weren't like in between the fans and the stage and she's like what do I do and I was like it's okay just like find little sections in between shoulders and like and photograph that way and I was like and you'll be fine and so she was like afterwards she was like thank you so much she was like I was so nervous and I was like don't be nervous like you're here for a reason it's gonna be fun and and that's why I try to tell people I'm like just have fun don't get so caught up in making sure you get the the one shot i was like yes get your shots get what you need but this is supposed to be a fun thing to do and so i just want people to have fun in the photo pit and not be so stressed out 
I think that's really that's another underrated thing is um I think I think it's good to take your work seriously, and I'll never say that it isn't. But, um, you know, I, I see a lot of photographers who I shoot side by side with. I feel like they could, you know, take a breath, lower their shoulders, you know. Um, yes, it's these are big opportunities, but, it, you know, bands are going to come back. There are going to be more shows. Um, you know, have fun with it. Like I was at Senses Fail um last night or the other night or whatever and they were like my biggest band of all time and like in between shots i was like raising my hand up and singing back to him and you know all of that and it's just you know it's just really fun i think i think your work shows when you're having fun too like i i don't know i i'm kind of rambling a little bit but i think i think fun is an underrated portion of what we do and I think that's a big reason to do it. I think if you're looking to make money from this or gain fame from it or become like cool guy in the scene, it's not really going to happen. But if you're out to have fun, I think you're going to find it. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's not a huge amount of money in like concert photography itself. Like you would you would have to branch out and do like portraits and album covers and all that kind of stuff to actually make the money. But like show photography you're not really going to make much money if anything from it um so that's why i'm like just have fun like even if you um and it's and it's as you get comfortable so like in the beginning i can definitely see why people are like stressed out and stuff even some days like if i know i'm having a, a rough day like sometimes i'm not always having the most fun in a photo pit either um just because it's it's a rough day and my shots aren't coming out like I want them to. And, um, but as you get more and more comfortable in the photo pit and, and more and more comfortable with your camera, you can just like take a step back and just like watch, like go to the corner of the photo pit where no one is at and just watch the artist on stage doing something that they love and try to like kind of mimic their energy. Like, if they're having the best time, try to like watch them and and then get excited and then start doing different angles. Um, sometimes like you're going to get the same type of photo depending on the artist and stuff. If, if, if you photograph metal shows, they're a lot more high energy. Um, or if it's like a big pop production, you're going to have more energy. Um, but sometimes it's just like, just take a step back, take a breath, watch them, and then get back right back in. Like you only have the 15 minutes and it seems like a short amount of time. But when you're in the photo pit, sometimes it's a long time. And taking like a minute just to stand back and like watch the crowd even and watch the crowd see the person that they love on stage can help you change your mindset in the photo pit. And then it'll also potentially change your the way you're photographing too um i always try to get fan shots too because they're always really really fun yeah, yeah i think that's I, something really really big that i try to tell people to like i get that it's only three songs in most cases but if you really really wanted to you could get like five thousand shots with three songs um 
I think it's always really good to take a step back. You don't have to be shooting constantly for every second that you're in the photo pit. Yes, yes. you need to be efficient, but um, I would say that choosing your shots rather than spraying and praying can be really big. And just, you know, like you said, feeling the atmosphere, feeling what's happening, trying to guess what happens next. I think there are psychological elements to photography that not a lot of people see or understand. Like when I started, I kind of sprayed and prayed a lot because I was like, okay, some of these are going to have to be good, right? But the more I got into it, I'm like, wow, I kind of understand what's happening here. I kind of understand like the showmanship of what's going on. So I think the more that you kind of study what's happening around you, the more you can beat the artist to the picture rather than reacting to what's happening. That was a little bit rambly, too. But anyway, um, I was actually uh, to kind of get a little less theory and more personal. Uh, how would you kind of describe your photography if you were to describe it to someone new? Oh, that is such a good question. Um, so I come from a photojournalism background. Um, I've worked with newspapers uh, throughout like college and then kind of freelance. So a lot of my earlier work, you're going to see more of that photojournalism aspect. I didn't do much with like color or different like editing styles because in photojournalism, it's you need to like take the picture and only edit like very little to keep to preserve what was being or what was happening in that moment. Um, now. I've leaned into color a lot and I've tried a different way of editing. And like, if I can't get like the skin tone to be right, or if it was like a pink light or a blue light or a red light, I lean into those colors now and I'm not afraid of the red light. Uh, sometimes if it's a red spotlight, I'm like, why'd y'all do that? Cause <laughs> That's not flattering on anyone. Um, but yeah, I would I guess I would describe mine as like a mix between photojournalism and very colorful. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see that. And like, for example, um, with the Taylor Swift shows, I think I saw that you might have taken pictures of her. I whether did. I, I I didn't see whether it was with the point and shoe or from the pit, but um, the she had Getty Images do a lot of her photography, and there's kind of like a style to Getty Images, right? It's kind of like that photojournalism style, mm -hmm. where it's kind of you know as it is. And there's really nothing wrong with that. It's just you kind of know what you're getting when you put into it. Um, but yeah, how was how was it shooting Taylor? I heard it's like a lot of people's dreams to do that. Yeah, I found out the day before my show um, that I got approved. And it was through the Honey Pop, which uh, we're a smaller publication. We're not national or like uh, we're not a wire or anything like that. So um, I just applied on a whim uh, because we we've worked with her publicist before on getting images approved for some of our articles about Taylor. So I was like, Oh, I'm just going to hit her up and see, like, see if it's even possible. And I found out the day before, um, I cried a little bit because it's kind of my lifelong goal is to photograph Taylor. 
Um, and then being able to photograph her for the Eras tour, um, would, it was insane. Um, but yeah, I was in the photo pit for that one. Um, I was so nervous and, um, yeah, I don't know. There was about, I think there was at my date, I think there was 11 of us in the photo pit. There was Getty obviously. Um, and then there was a mix of larger publications and like the Houston Chronicle and, um, our really big newspapers and, um, some of our smaller publications that just do it for the love of music and pop culture. And, um, it was, it was just an amazing experience. I will never, ever forget just the care that Taylor's team has for the photographers. Um, like we got to park in like the media parking lot. Um, they gave us like, um, they gave us a review ticket plus a plus one. Um, so we could bring someone with us. They were on the floor. Um, yeah, I, I just will never forget Taylor, like Taylor's team just being so welcoming and so, so amazing in the photo pit. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm in shock that it even happened. So every time someone's like, oh, like, how was it? I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I still don't feel like it's real that like I got to actually be in the photo pit for her. But yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I have heard is that Taylor's team just went above and beyond for pretty much everybody that applied, especially those who got approved. And I think that's something really cool. Not a lot of people know this, but like oftentimes like artist teams can be very standoffish, if not outright rude, just because, you know, there are a lot of different opinions about what we do and the validity of it. And I think it's really cool that 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 Taylor's team just went above and beyond to make a magical experience for everybody involved. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I I'm still just in shock of how good it was. Like oh my gosh, I don't I don't know. And then like yeah, obviously those photos are definitely most most people's images are going to be very similar because it's you have the same three songs and it's very specific on where Taylor is on stage. Um, but I think that's also something so beautiful. Cause like Taylor knows how to work the camera, obviously, cause she's an incredible performer. And so like, it wasn't difficult to get a good photo of Taylor. And so that also was what made it so much fun is that like, she really knows what she's doing and she's a performer and she's so professional and yeah, it was just, it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had and I will never, ever forget it. And I always like, am so thankful for Taylor's team that I just like, I will never like forget them. Like they were so great to us. That is really incredible. I, I had a similar experience with that since this fail show the other night that I mentioned. Um, I I have spent numerous hours crying along to their still searching CD. And it was just an absolute dream that didn't even feel real after I got approved um, through Semper Metallum. And um, honestly, I was just so anxious the night before to where I almost considered quitting photography in general just because I was like, 
my photos are never going to be good. Like, what if everybody finds out that I'm a fraud? And, you know, it was just an incredible experience from front to end. And, like, probably easily the best photos I've ever taken. And then after the show, I just sent the band a quick message like, hey, your work means the world to me. I wouldn't be here without still searching. And I sent them a couple of the pics I took. And they're like, these look sick. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's like they actually saw my pictures, too. And they liked the post with the review I made. And it was just like, and the guitarists, I sent their guitarists the pictures and they liked them too. So it's just like, it's, I feel like there's also a misperception that, you know, photographers are kind of like cool, been here before, don't really care about what's going on stage, just here to get our pictures. No, like for a lot of shows, like this is like our dream coming to fruition. Oh, a hundred percent. I think, and I think that's what makes it so exciting. Like, I think if you really like the artists that you're photographing, you're going to have incredible photos, even if you are so nervous. Like I saw your, uh, your photos of them. Like, I think they're amazing. I think they're so good. Like, um, and it, and you can tell, like, you're a fan because you just know how to get those types of photos and you you care about it and you can tell when a photographer cares about what they're doing and then you can also on the flip side you can tell when they kind of just don't really care that much about the artist so i think it's i'm so excited for you and i'm so excited you had that experience because that's just that's what this is all about it's about having fun and getting to photograph like the people that you really like and, and enjoying the music and, and just the entire atmosphere. Like this is, this is what music photography is. It's the atmosphere. It's the fun. It's the, yeah, we're all fans. So, and I think those, those make the best photos. So of, of, so I understand you've shot Taylor Swift. Um, you've also shot five seconds of summer which is also another major big artist. Um, is there anybody on your bucket list that you haven't shot quite yet? I know yeah, you've been doing this for a while. Oh, um, I think once the, jo- like if I ever get approved for the Jonas brothers, that one is, will be a full circle moment for me. Um, because that was like the first inkling of like, this could be a job, uh, when I was 13. So if I'm ever approved to photograph them, just know that I cried when I got the approval and I probably cried in the photo pit or front of house, wherever it's at. <laughs> like I was probably crying behind my camera because that will have been like full circle moment for me. Um, and then obviously like Harry Styles, kind of all like the big pop names, um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's a few. I would love to photograph Stevie Nicks. Um, she doesn't really approve photographers, though, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, definitely Jonas Brothers and Harry Styles. Um, Zayn Malik, kind of like the 1D guys. Um, basically anyone I grew up listening to, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have, I have a, I kind of have a long bucket list that kind of fluctuates, but definitely Jonas Brothers and Harry Styles are at like the top, top. 
Yeah, it's it's really crazy. I like um I was I was like I mentioned I'm in a Discord for for uh both my publications and one of them I was just like talk tell talking about how I dealt with the imposter syndrome the night before and they were like, you know, imagine if yourself after you shot your first show knew where you'd be right now and how proud of yourself you would be. And I think it's important to like think about that when we're talking about the fact that you and I both have shot some of our favorite artists in the world and like some of our dream shows. Like I certainly would not have thought that after shooting three bands that nobody has ever heard of, not not to talk down, but at at a dive bar in March of 2022. And I and and I doubt you you thought you'd be able to shoot Taylor Swift after your first show in 2012 either and I think it's or 2011 either and I think that's something really cool to kind of look back on. Oh yeah, definitely. And it, with the whole imposter syndrome, you also have to realize even the people you think are like at the top of the industry, they're also dealing with imposter syndrome. It is not a new thing. Um, I've dealt with it too. Um, even like being in the photo pit sometimes I'm like, why am I even here? Like, I'm not that good. I, my photos aren't great. And then I have to like step back and be like, no, you are talented. You are creative. This is just, you're on like you're at your mental state right now. It's, it's not the best. And there are people who really love your images and you just kind of have to think and just think back to like little you and be like, oh, my gosh, like, did you ever think you would be able to photograph these people when you were just young or when you first started to like music? Like, did did you ever think that you would be here right now doing what you're doing? And I think it's so important. And like imposter syndrome sucks. Like it really, really, really does. But every everyone deals with it. Even the people you think are like super confident or just like they're at the top of their game, they're probably also dealing with imposter syndrome at that moment. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. Um, I mean, we're all just people and we all struggle with that, especially when it comes to a medium where we kind of put ourselves in our photos and we put them on display for the whole world to see. And I think that's really cool to talk about. Um, we've kind of, uh, we've kind of almost reached our time, but there's still a lot I want to talk about. So, um, so when it comes to some photographers who, who you may look up to our work, you may enjoy, is there anybody that really sticks out to you? Yeah. So I really love, um, Ashley Osborne. Um, I've followed her since the beginning of her career. Um, and I just really respect and love all of the work that she's done, even especially like the 21 pilots, icy tour, the, the images that were coming out from that, like, and from her and just like all of that the content that was coming, I was just like, I was in awe of her and, and the work that she was doing. Um, there's just, Oh my gosh, there's so many people I, I admire. Um, 
I'm going to butcher his last name because I've never actually asked how to pronounce his last name, but Todd Oyoung, um, I really respect him. Um, gosh, oh my gosh, there's so many. Why am I forgetting everyone? Uh, Tiana Timmerberg, maybe I pronounced her name wrong. Um, there's Marie, uh, her, at her Instagram handle is Marie goes to shows. I really love the work that she's creating. Um, same with, um, oh, what's her last name? Caitlin. Um, I think her at is, oh, Caitlin McGonagall photo. Um, her work is insane. Um, and she really leans into color. Um, and those are some smaller, I guess, quote unquote, smaller photographers. Um, but I really love just all of the work that they're putting out. Like it really inspires me. Um, and, and makes me think of my, cause I come from that photojournalism background, their photos and the colors that they have in their photos and how they lean into some of them really inspires me to change the way that I view photography and that I can be creative and I don't have to keep that photojournalism aspect, even though I do like it sometimes for specific people and specific like things that I'm photographing. But yeah, I'm just always so inspired by, by them and all of their work. One thing that's kind of funny is I've actually shot alongside Caitlin. Um, I, I have trouble pronouncing her last name too, but Oh my gosh, um, have you? Yeah, I think I shot, I think it was Wage War next to her at Janice Live. And oh um, yeah, I think um, she or they are a Florida native as well. So uh, there's a lot of really talented Florida photographers, but I totally get what you mean when it comes to being influenced because like um, one that I really look up to that I haven't really mentioned before is Amani Givertz. Uh, she does work for like the Devil Wears Prada, like metalcore type bands like that, Silent mm -hmm. Planet, Fit for a King and stuff like that. And um, I saw her as I also saw, I work with this guy from Music Scene Media. His name is Kyle Guzman. I saw Imani and Kyle's Black and Whites and I was like, I want to do something that makes me feel like when I look at those photos and my work doesn't really look that close to theirs, but it's it's crazy how you can feel inspired by somebody and still come out with something completely different. Oh, yeah. And it, it also just helps seeing something new, because if you see the same types of photos over and over again, it's really hard to be creative. And so if you're seeing all these different types of photos, that's why I like publication photographers when they're when they're covering a tour, because I get to see like five to six different viewpoints of the same show. And you're getting different ideas about angles or different ideas on their editing process. And it's just like, it's so, it's so cool and so fun. And I don't like, I don't really have a quote unquote style. I think I do do to an extent, but like, I don't really know how to like word it officially because I feel like it changes all the time. And I think my, my editing process changes a little bit each time because I'm learning more and more every time I'm like interacting with fellow friends or 
other photographers and just looking at their stuff. Um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about it too. I don't think you have to have a set definite style. I think you can fluctuate and learn different things because it's just going to make you a better photographer and a better editor in the long run. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of it's practice, too. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you can just discover, like, I had no idea I can do this just at 2 a.m. editing some random picture. Like, inspiration can come to you from anywhere. And that's why sometimes people ask me, like, what's your style? And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just click a button and then whatever happens, happens. And um yeah, it's it's just so much fun. I love talking about stuff like this. Um, <clears throat> so do you have any favorite venues you've enjoyed shooting at um, with favorite lighting situations or anything like that? Um, so I'll talk mainly about the ones in Houston. I've I've photographed at a few different venues like across the country, but I'll, I mainly photograph within Houston. So I, I'll talk more about them. I think my favorite venue. Oh, gosh. It's between Warehouse Live, um, because that's also just a venue I've been going to since I started my career. Um, I've always been photographing there and I and it's just so nostalgic for me when I get another like photo pass for that venue. Um I really love photographing at House of Blues and I've grown to love the smaller room. Uh, it's called the Bronze Peacock in Houston and they don't have a photo pit. And so sometimes it can be difficult, but it makes it so much more fun because you're having to kind of wade in and out throughout the crowd and you're able to get such dynamic photos because you have people's uh like silhouettes in them or like their hands are up or like they're you get part of their arm in the photo and and I've grown to love that um because like the photo pit is the photo pit and you can only do so much um and and I do love the photo pit because it is a lot easier um but I've really grown to love some of these smaller venues again um but I like I kind of like shooting at everything. Um, White Oak's pretty good. Um, oh, what's the other one? Like all the bigger ones, Toyota Center. Um, I find Taylor was at NRG Stadium, which was incredible. Um, but yeah, I really like House of Blues and like kind of the smaller venues again. Cause I, I've gotten my fill of the larger venues and I do really love them. Cause a lot of times their lighting is going to be better. Cause it's a bit, it's a bigger production. Um, but there's just something about being in that small room and being within the crowd with all of the fans and just taking pictures of an artist who, who like loves the, their fans and what they're doing. I think that's just so beautiful. Yeah, I, I I feel kind of bad for saying it, but uh, Friday was my first show at the at a House of Blues in Orlando, and it honestly might be my favorite venue I've shot in in terms of like ease and just how wide open the stage was and how beautiful the lighting was and the fact that I could go up into the balcony and watch the band and take some overhead pictures because 
I've kind of made my name and my money from shooting like dive bars, um, 50 cap rooms, 100 cap rooms, 300 cap rooms. Um, so be able to shoot like a, a 1K cap room with a big balcony and like five different layers of lights was just chef's kiss. But um, I mean, the small venues, there's just a magic to it there. Like there's not that many people there, but the people that are there want to be there. And they're having a good time. And it kind of just radiates into the pictures and just the overall vibe of the night. Yeah, it's all about energy. So it's just it's always just so incredible being at the like the small, smaller venues because it's still the House of Blues. So it's still a decent amount, a decent size show. But like the big room at House of Blues, it's always incredible because like the lighting is just like chef's kiss. And then just being able to. And it's always just so smooth sailing there. Um, but that small room, I used to be like, oh, no, not another band at the small room. And then, uh, but I've grown to love it. I I think there's just that dynamic and that energy in those photos that aren't in the photos in some of the bigger venues. Um, because those are just a different style and a different vibe. And I think just these smaller shows, like, there's just something so beautiful about it. And I always love going back to them. Okay. There, there's so much more I want to talk about, but I think our time is just about up. So I'm going to ask you the question that I'm trying to get started as like an every time thing. And it came up with a pretty cool answer last time. I think it's going to be another cool one. If you could tell Brittany uh, when she took, picked up a camera for the first time to shoot photos and shoot music and all that, one piece of advice, what would you tell her? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh. Br- that Brittany is so meek and so shy. And just, I would just say to, to just be open. Be open to the new experience. Be open to meeting people and and becoming friends with people and talking to new people. And then um, just don't let the imposter syndrome, like get you down Um, because you're doing this for the fun of it and you are talented and you're always going to keep learning. And that's what, the beauty of photography is, is the learning process and, um, the fun aspect of it. So like, don't let anything get you down and just have fun. That's an awesome answer. And I'm really glad to be able to have this talk with you today. It was a ton of fun. Uh, everybody needs to follow Brittany Penny and follow as well the honeypot because i've taken a look at some of the stuff you guys have posted and it's really cool i'm i'm not really that into like pop culture and stuff but it really piqued my interest so if you're if you are into pop culture or even just like you know reading some really cool articles and just you know learning about it i would definitely recommend checking out the honeypot Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun.